This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handoff, sweeps to his right, gets to the 20. He's on the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's down to the left side. Nothing but Niners crew is back, and we're here to bring you guys a. I don't even know. This isn't even an overreaction show because it's the Monday mediation. Like we're just here to talk about what we saw. But guys, we're gonna stick true to who we are here at Nothing but Niners. Now my man is over here working. Tony's sitting in the dark. I don't know if he's got anything for a victory shot. But as promised, guys, after every dub, if you're out there and you rocking with us, there you go. Get anything, man. We're gonna throw something back real quick. Victory shots on deck. Wait, do, should I pour it into the? Should I pour it into the lid like we used to do as kids, like thinking we were doing shots? Like, <laughs> hey, what the hell? Let's go. Let's do it. Pour, pour it in the cap, man. Pour it in the cap. Hold on. Let's go. Let's go. Cheers. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, guys. I poured like a triple, so <clears throat> y'all got to bear with me. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing no triples after this weekend. No, I, I don't want alcohol ever again, but I got to stay true to our people. So right now, guys, the Monday night football game is on at a 7-7. Uh, Packers are taking on the Lions. Lions marched down the field like it was nothing. Um, I like seeing that. But, guys, they want to know first and foremost, why is Tony in the dark? Not in the dark. There's a light right here. Bro, it's dark as hell over there where you at. We can't see. <laughs> Oh, he outside. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm outside. Oh, okay, okay. Tony mixing it up on us tonight. Okay, I like that, man. I like Yo, that. Yo, so right. Tony, over under, how many times does Tony swat at a bug tonight? Oh, you're trying to be funny. I, I'm, unfortunately, I'm the only person that has to deal with bug issues when I'm outside. I don't know how There's y'all no dragons here. The world. There's no dragons yeah. over there, right? So, guys, 
I mean, look, we're not going to overreact, but this isn't going to be our our official review show. But we wanted to bring something to guys out there. So thank you all for being patient and sticking out with us, man. Uh, this is your first time here, and you enjoy the show. Please hit that like and subscribe button. Give us those thumbs up. We really need them to help us uh, be found in the uh, algorithms. Okay, give us a follow on some of our social media platforms. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine. ERS, it's the number nine, nothing but nine ERS. We also have Facebook, Instagram, as well as Twitch, and that is nothing but Niners, spelled all the way out. I'm your guy, 49ers Mike underscore NFL. To my right is my guy, Nick. He is 49er Faithful 365. And below each of us is our guy, Tony, the resident GM. He is NJ Niner fan 499. Fellas, what's good? How are you guys feeling after the win? Uh, I'm feeling good because we're two, two and up. Go ahead. But other than that, no, go ahead, Tony. No, I mean you, you got you have to feel good because you got to win, but there, there's some things that are concerning. Um, uh, definitely the injuries sustained to the running backs. Um, a couple, it's the typical things, throws that should have could have been made, stuff like that. But we'll get into it tonight. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We'll break it all down. And um, you know, now Tony, where did you where did you get to experience the game from on Sunday? Did you get to sit back and watch it? Were you working or what? No, I was home. I watched on the couch downstairs. Nice, nice. All right, so Nick and I were there. We got firsthand experience of the uh, aggressive crowds in Philly. Um, Nick, how aggressive <laughs> were the crowds where you were? I mean, drinking it up with us. <laughs> I mean, this is pretty much, you know, like pretty much all I can say. I mean, they were even tailgating with us and all, so. Yeah. Yeah, I you know people like assume that you're gonna you're gonna have all these problems because you're in certain cities, and to be completely honest with you guys, no problems at all, like not not a single problem. Uh, so you know it goes to show that if you have good intentions when you're out, everything will be fine. You guys don't have to worry about uh, anything negative happening, you know. Uh, but you know keep your head on the swivel just in case. But there was there was nothing going on. I, I really enjoyed the game. Uh, the atmosphere, and it was it was a good way to go out and hang out and meet some faithful, some people that we haven't seen before in person, some longtime supporters. I mean, it was it was just a lot of fun. It was good. It was a good. Uh, what do they call that? Networking, right? Yeah, that, that was pretty good, man. I enjoyed it. Um, Nick, what were your thoughts on the game? And I know it's you know Tony said that we'll, we'll get into you know some more of the same and the injuries. Um, like, give me give me give me something else, man. Give me something different. What, what were your thoughts? Oh, my overall thought is time to bench Jimmy Garoppolo. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Where did that come from? You know who you are, right? I know who I am. Are you still drunk? No. <laughs> I got to hear this. All right. All right. F it. We'll start there. Let's do it. Let's, let's start there. Why, why are you getting rid of Jimmy? You... You were like adamant, like no, like as long as we're winning, let him keep rocking. Like what changed? Well, there's a lot of things that changed, right? And guys, bear with me because my voice is like there and not there. So, um, look, this team just played two two subpar defenses, right? Um, Eagles got a better defensive front than Detroit, I believe. Uh, secondary is not that much better, but when you go pretty much the whole first half with only like one first down, you can't complete a pass. Passes were all over the place. 
your run game is is slacking because you know kind of like what Tony's been saying all year you know the defense is handcuffing your offense because the, there's no threat from Jimmy Garoppolo to be able to throw down the field right so then we go into this game we lose three what two running backs no three right Hasty Mitchell Gibbs too lose two running backs you Jimmy Rushes the ball 11 times. He ran the ball 11 times for 20 yards. Right? Then you get, uh, I think it was 62 yards between the other two running backs the entire game. We could not get a run game going, which then only opened up uh, like two. There was there was probably two good passes from Jimmy Garoppolo this entire game. There you go, Tony. You can see you now. Now you now you remind me of like Jeepers Creepers or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, being serious in all all seriousness, man. Right now, without a running game, it's time to unleash Trey Lance. And the reason I say that is because when we're going into this little gauntlet we're about to go into, I understand that Green Bay is not what Green Bay is, but you still can't count Green Bay out. And then to Seattle with that high-powered offense and Arizona, who is – Kyler Murray is the league-leading uh, quarterback right now. And while they should have lost yesterday um, – while they should have lost yesterday, they didn't. And Kyler Murray is just running all around making plays with his arm. So we're not going to be able to keep up with that. Especially if we have no run game and we put the the bulk of it on Jimmy Garoppolo. So I think it's time to either A, really start utilizing Trey Lance and get him in there. Or B, just sit him down and just throw Trey in. Because you're not going to go anywhere with the off. Look, we talked about this the other night. People, a lot of people are saying, oh, this is going to be an offensive team, right? Because the defense gave up so much in, with Detroit. People panicked, and they said, oh, this is going to be an offensive team. Now the defense comes out and plays good, and the offense plays like shit. Two teams that, yes, we got the wins, but I, they just don't excite me. They don't excite me. And I need a little bit of excitement, and I need a little bit of – uh, how can I say this? I need a little bit of uh, composure and consistency, I guess you could say, uh, from the quarterback position. So that's where I'm at. All right. So then, Tony, I'm, I'm going to ask you your thoughts on that. He's saying let's make the switch. Let's go to Trey Lance. But he's also asking for some composure and consistency. And I don't know if you're going to get that from a rookie. I saw Justin Fields out there, and I know they're not the same guy. I know it's different systems, different play callers and all that, but uh, guys, what are your thoughts, Tony? Let me hear it. Is it time to make the switch? I think you're, oh, on, you're, mute, on, you're on mute, buddy. We can't hear you. We, we've been speaking about this at nauseum. We drafted him, right? Um, I'm trying to save my battery here, but I'll put the light on. Um, but, I mean, listen. Do I think they're going to bench Jimmy right now? No, because I think what's going on here is, and I said this on the spaces like an hour ago, Kyle feels he can win these. Kyle felt he could have won the first two games with Jimmy, 
And I think he feels he can win this game with Jimmy. After that, they need to make a decision because we're right back to square one with how far that ball travels, right? So if you look at what Kyle did, and he was actually kind of creative in, in, in he did it tactically in a nice way where he forced the he forced the linebackers to come up with the heavy screen attack, right? The first the, the first play from scrimmage, the, the guy jumped off sides, they blew up the run in the backfield. It is what it is, no flag, but it is what it is. Then they went immediately, I think it was second down, they went to a screen with juice. Now you're a $27 million quarterback. You should be able to throw a screen pass with your eyes closed, okay? That's scary when you can't make that throw. And I know, Mike, you said it looked like there was a lot of green real estate in front of him if he caught that. Um, so that's concerning, all right? So what happens? He kept the screen game going. He kept pounding a run, pounding a run, pounding a run. And what he did, what he actually did by doing – the consecutive screens from the right side to the left side to the right side to the left side, he forced the linebackers to open up in the middle, right, a little bit. And the difference here is they know Jimmy's gonna not going to run the ball. I mean, he is running now, but they know he's not going to run the ball. But the issue is he made a throw between two defenders, and it was a, actually a damn good throw, to be honest with you, the Debo. I was very shocked that he made it, but – the issue here is if you really go back and dissect that and watch that play, I was able to catch it on a replay on the NFL. No, on the, the Sunday ticket app where they show you like the highlights of the games. That defender, that defender, that that inside linebacker jumped that route way before Jimmy even threw it. So that's why I was like, how the hell did he get that in there? That shows me that they don't respect Jimmy at all. They know where he wants to go in between the hashes. Now, if you flip it to a little bit earlier in the game, where um, I think it was Sherfield. He ran like a five-yard, five or eight-yard comeback to the sideline. There was no one near him. I mean, there's a pretty safe distance between him and, and the defender. And Jimmy sailed the ball over his head. Like, you can't do that. It, it, it's just like I, I don't understand what is the problem with him. Is he nervous? He's not under pressure. Because, I mean, our offensive line has been playing lights out um, this season. So it it makes you say, what is the issue here? Kyle scheming those open. Good. Let me, let me jump in before you start addressing the issues, okay? Uh, Master Chef, thank you so much for the contribution. This is my guy. I'm looking forward to some of those ribs, man. You told me you get down, so I'm looking forward to them. Master Chef, it gives a $5 contribution. It says, uh, wish we didn't lose our running backs, and he's absolutely right. We are going to break that down a little bit more here because the team is bringing in uh, some people for workouts. Uh, we also have here, I wanted to come, but still nursing this broken ankle. Uh, Trey Willie, thanks for the contribution. Uh, heal up, man. You know, don't, don't rush back. Uh, you guys can see it's not good when the team rushes players back. We don't want to rush y'all back from injury either. So, uh, you know, uh, thank you guys for the contributions and all. We really do appreciate it. Uh, Tony, back to what you were saying, man. So what is the issue here? You say Kyle's scheming everything up. So what's the deal? He just can't make the throws for some reason. I don't know why, but there's something there where he can't make the throw. I don't know what it is. What's up, Wayne? What's going on, fam? Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's like, it's, what, what are we saying all offseason, right? Jimmy needed to be replaced. So what do they do? They go up. They get the new guy, they come in, and then it just seems like it trickled back to Jimmy. But now it, everything that everyone's been saying 
it it's showing it's showing in the real season, right? So I just think if Jimmy could – I'm not asking for Jimmy to put the team on his back and go win game after game after game after game, throw six touchdowns, five touchdowns like Brady did the other day. I just want him to make the throws that are supposed to be made, right? We're not asking so, for anything crazy. Let, but Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, let me ask you this. Jimmy had the most cleanest pocket this game with no sacks and was still jittery as shit and couldn't make a screen pass. That's the issue. So, he hasn't been sacked all year, but I think let me let me I'm gonna try to play devil's advocate. Wayne, just so you know where we are right now in the show, of, of the four of us here, who has been the biggest Jimmy G supporter on the show so far? After the acquisition of Trey Lance, which one of the four of us oh, has Nick. been like it's been Nick, right? Yeah, bro. Nick said it's time to move on from Jimmy. So I missed bro, that. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm over here. I'm I'm flabbergasted. So that's what I'm, now now he got me. Got, I got to play devil's advocate here and try to try to no, see if this you, will but, work. But, but you don't. You, you don't. No, you don't. I, I do because the, the, he he mentioned the no sack thing real quick, and I, I got I have to say something. Is it no sacks because they're they're holding up that well, or because he's getting rid of the ball so quickly and they're not like? Is it results? Are we saying that because t- technically he hasn't been sacked because he he hasn't had you know three four seconds in the pocket, right? I I I I guess I I know you're asking a question, but if you don't mind, like Nick, what's making you change your mind? I know I just I heard, but I kind of know what Tony's talking about because I heard him in our in the uh, a little bit in the um in the in the in the spaces earlier. I don't think you were on it at that time, Nick. So I got a chance to hear what Tony was saying, and he kind of spoke on it. But Nick, what's making you kind of have a, a a change of opinions? A lot of it has to do with. When teams are committing to the run game, yeah. And one, we haven't been running the hell out of the football. Two, we've been running the ball. I don't know what we run it this week, thirty-eight times. But now you have injured running backs. Now you're going to be pulling guys in off the street. So they already didn't respect it. Like they already don't respect the pass game. So now they stack the box and not trust Jimmy. You need a guy that can get outside the pocket and throw the ball deep. Like, you're not going to beat Seattle's and Arizona's not being able to throw the ball downfield and score quickly. Like, I, I'm just, like I kind of said at the end of it, I need some composure and some kiss, consistency. Like, while Jimmy Garoppolo's 2-0, and he also doesn't have screaming numbers that scream at you. It's the same as everybody talking about Jalen Hurts. Oh, that dude had 100 yards passing if you take the one pass away. Jimmy Garoppolo has 189 yards passing yesterday on 23 attempts. But if you take that 90-something yard pass away, that's less. Well, the Debo one, right? The long Debo one was the longest. Hit 189 yards, 22 uh, reception, uh, 22, uh, you know, Completed passes, right? Out of 30 attempts, 189. You take away the 90, he, he you know. No, no the 90 was for hurt. Yeah, Jimmy, I'm about to say, Jimmy didn't have no 90. How much, how, what was the Debo's long then? Because that was a long one. Oh. Uh, it was like, like 60 yards, right? 60, yeah, 70 60 yards. yards take away 60 yards. That's all I'm saying. Like, right, you, yeah. Like, so, um, yeah, like you take away, excuse his stats too, but Jimmy has. And, it, and look, it, this. Like I said, this isn't that I hate Jimmy Garoppolo. It's just 
I just look somebody's stealing. Team, I'm just playing. <laughs> I just don't think this team will win those kind of games against watching Seattle and Arizona and their offense right now with Jimmy Garoppolo at helm because he's not throwing the ball downfield. He can't throw a screen pass. The pocket's been clean. Like, he's had opportunities to throw the ball downfield. And we're praising him for his touchdown to Jawan Jennings where the dude had nobody around him for 15 yards. Like, if he would have missed that, like, all hell would have broke loose. Right? So, and it's just, look, like I said, it's no hate to Jimmy Garoppolo. I've been a supporter. I've been trying to support Jimmy Garoppolo and just keep him in there. But this offense is not going to go anywhere with injured running backs, a quarterback that's subpar and checks down, and going up against high-profile offenses like Arizona and Seattle, as well as the Rams. I didn't even mention the Rams. And this this is the thing. You're starting you're starting to see it affect our running game. It is. Right. We What did we average? Just barely three yards a carry? 3.6 yards a carry. This is an offense who I think – Versus Detroit, he was approaching near the five-yard mark, 4.8 maybe. Uh, I'm talking about Mitchell, a carry. And now all of a sudden, when you stack the box, it's harder to run. It lowers your average per carry. And now it, it's really not letting Kyle get into his rhythm. What is Kyle's offense? Play action based. You need to run the ball to set up the passing game for his offense. So there's people in here saying, oh, it's all – bitching and whine, that, that's fine. I understand everybody has their opinions, but when push comes to shove, Jimmy right now, and Kyle Jimmy. right now, cannot call his game because of the limitations of Jimmy Garoppolo. We're right back in square one, guys. It, it, but, something... but what, are we, what are we saying different, Tony, than what we've been saying from the time? Listen, like, It's nothing different. We, we said that this was going to happen. We didn't know it was going to happen this soon. We didn't know they were going to start stacking the boxes right right away, but they stacked the box the whole game. They took away, and and, and mainly it's because of their defensive line, right? They've 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 been the best defensive line we played all season. We only played two games, right? But that defensive yeah. line on play one was in the backfield. Now I'm not going to blame that on just the offensive line, even though they should take some credit for that. But you just can't run inside on this play. Even Kyle had to switch that up. I can't blame that on Jimmy. Like, Kyle made that adjustment, right? He went from inside zone to tosses. Like, we just started tossing the ball. Here, get to the Exactly. Outside. Now, to- you're talking about tossing. What is that doing? It's attacking the edges. It's forcing the linebackers to go to out. Right, right, right. To open the middle so Jimmy could make that throw. But still didn't. So, Jimmy had his chances to make certain throws. They were two, they were two very impressive throws by Jimmy. And I'll be honest with you. One to Debo was one of them. That one that Both he put the between those three guys, you had an inside linebacker, the outside corner, and the top safety, and he just whipped that ball right in there. And yeah. I got to be honest with you, it was a pretty damn good throw. But now the problem is, if he can't make that simple screen pass or that simple out, I know someone corrected me in here, it was to Sanu. You got to be able to make those throws. The one that IU had to reach, like at a bound, like he caught it like on the sideline. He his arms were fully extended. You're talking about a man with a wingspan, like that. That play that you're talking just really quick. That Ayuk play in particular. That's why we got to get somebody to throw him the damn ball willingly. And that's nothing. Where is Ayuk catching that ball? You talk about the catch that he made. Yes, that was no other receiver in the NFL would have caught that ball. No, not not even OBJ. 
like, like no bro, other receiver would have caught that pass. I couldn't, I could not believe that. I couldn't, I was like, yo, was you gotta all, get in the ball more. Yo, I had to read because we were there, so I didn't see it. Like I had to rewatch Tony told me to rewatch the game, so I did. I even 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 on the Trey Sermon injury, we didn't see it the way they saw it on TV. So when I went back and watched it, I was like, oh god dang. Like like so, I I get it, but yo, Tony, only IU could have caught that pass, bro. Tony, get back to your thoughts. Let me get this contribution off here because I got two more in the queue. I don't want to lose it. Uh, it's Tony, good. good. The Philly Talk podcast. Thank you for the contributions. Good game, y'all. Our coach got cute, and I I do think that your coach kind of messed up. You got Jalen Hurts and as talented as he is with his legs, didn't try to like force it. In. Y'all had first and goal from the one after that pass interference. I couldn't believe. I, I, big up to our defense. Holding yeah. it down, but like, damn, bro! Like, I I couldn't believe that coach. But they tried though. They did. They tried. They they did. Not, not the middle. Not they one did. time did they go. But not the, the not the first. Him. Not the first down. But the first down was to Sanders. They got tackled for a loss. Then the second time they tried Hurts to the outside. He got to the one, and then That's then they with, were. then was it a throw? The next time I can't remember. Well, the next time it was that throw with the running back. They both ran to the edge. And then he kept it, remember? Oh, yeah. And then the fourth time was the Philly special. So, like, they, like, <laughs> I, yeah. Is, is that the cue? Because, yeah, the yeah. coach, I mean, it is what, but that defense clamped down, bro. He had like 30 passing yards the second half. Our defense really put the clamps on him in the second half. They did. Um, is Nick talking to us or is he talking to somebody else? He talked to the thief. No, I think he's talking to us. I can't, we can't hear you, bro. And it doesn't say he's muted either. Uh-oh. Could just be his connection. Technical difficulty. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll read the contribution here from Sean uh, while Nick is doing that. He says, I think since his non-contact ACL injury, Jimmy played scared. Something got in his head. Love y'all. Let's go. We are 2-0. and We will be 3-0 and after we slam Raggedy Rogers to the ground. Have a scotch on us, Aaron. Um, I'll tell you what, Sean. Um, for, I know I know you just said that he played scared. The one positive I had about Jimmy this game was he was throwing his body around. Yeah, I, I I was really happy about the way he was particularly throw like he was running, sliding, like going for the the, the blank and ones. You know what I mean, third and ones and all that. He was, I, I was giving him credit for that. I kind of like seeing the aggressive uh, side of Jimmy, like the the physically aggressive side of him. Um, and then there's one more contribution here from Big Dez. He says Shanahan is keeping Lance and those packages close to the vest for division play. He doesn't want those DCs to have film of Lance. That's a good and point. I, I think there could be something to that. You know, we talked about, I've been saying for a long time, think back to 2012, started the season with Alex Smith in the second half of the season with Colin Kaepernick in a Super Bowl appearance. So I, I think there might be something to that, Big Big Des. Thanks for the contribution. All right, Nick, we got your audio now. You back? Check, check. There you go. Okay, we got you, bro. Yeah, I don't know what the heck happened there. Um, what I was going to say was, when did the when did the offense start being able to, uh, you know, get first downs and actually continue downfield? It was the second quarter. It it was it was that one minute the two minute offense. It's the two minute drill in the second quarter. Yeah, right. You know who went out? Brandon, Brandon Graham. Graham. Yeah. Like yeah. If Brandon yeah. Graham stays in this game, it's a we different lose this game. It's a, it's a different outcome, it's, and that's fair to say. And I, I spoke about that on my show earlier. Like Brandon Graham, I mean Ryan Kerrigan is good, but he's depth at this point in his career, right? He, Yo, he, he, and Hargraves was killing it. Their whole their whole defensive front 
was like good. Like the whole game. Even old man Fletcher Cock was in the back the backfield. The majority of the game. No, and I said that because I was listening to some of the Philly podcasts and they were like they wanted to see him play better. Like, right? Because he's been the weakest link. That's weird. On their defense. And I think it's just because of age, right? That dude was playing yesterday. Like, he was playing. Their defensive line was on point. I'm going to call it so, like I call so it. Until Kyle took advantage of him. Until Kyle, Kyle figured it out. He started moving him right, moving him left, moving left. right, moving him left, screening him. And, and that's when the 49ers really took control of this game. Once he started gassing him with that run right, run left, toss right, toss left, it they just couldn't. You know, we should be used to that because guess what? That's what happened to us in the Super Bowl. We had no depth. Damn. This, this is where I am on the Jimmy G thing. My, my position has not changed. I've, I've maintained that when Lance is ready, he's going to get in there. But I, I, what I'm happy is that people are, people are realizing the limitations in the offense presented with Jimmy. And it was, never, it was never a question of whether or not we could win with Jimmy. We all know that we can win some games. But exactly. Kyle has to really, really, like, just – Come up with stuff. He has to manipulate the. I mean, obviously, he's he's, a, he's an offensive coordinator, right? That's his job. So, I'm not going to sit here and try to act like you know Kyle, Kyle, you know, is doing something that he's not he's not supposed to be doing. But it is it is a limitation. It is it is a little bit of a strap. I just don't know if they're going to change anything anytime soon because we keep winning. Like y'all said, you know, here we are, two and zero. You know. <laughs> And I and I've said and I said too that Jimmy would not get replaced if his team was winning. But I'm going to say that if you're willing to lose, you're not going to win these games against Seattle and Arizona with a subpar offense like we have right now with no running game and a quarterback who can't throw downfield right now. What if? Yeah, but I don't think Seattle's defense poses. What what is their interior defense like? Right. Well, that's that's what, that you now you're getting to what I was just about to say. Because that's what if Philly's right. defense is actually really good. Look at what they did to Atlanta, and Atlanta just went toe to toe with Tampa. Their their front is good. That's what I mean. That's 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 all I'm talking right. about. The front. But I'm saying their front was good, and Jimmy had time and still couldn't do anything. But we also, but their front was too good to where we couldn't run the ball. So, like, if we run the ball, Jimmy plays better. It's a different passing game for Jimmy. It's more play action. Jimmy sucks at screens. I don't know why we thought he was going to be great. He never was. Like the short throw, the, those screen throws and throws to the sidelines are his weaknesses. Like that. That's it. Like when you watch him throw that that screen throw off his back foot, and the ball looked weird coming out of his hand, and Debo dropped it. And I know it was a drop, right? But it just looked. It was a weird looking screen pass, guys. So like. I don't think that's Jimmy's strengths. I think he's trying to do it, but I just don't think that's part of his strength. His strength is bootleg to the left, bootleg to the right, drop back, fake the handoff, find somebody in the middle of the field, and we just couldn't successfully run the ball on that interior D. I don't think Seattle poses that threat. That's what I'm saying. I know Green Bay won't, and I don't think Seattle will. And so I think you might get better run play, and if you get better run play, you're going to get probably better passing games from Jimmy. And, he, and here's the catch-22 with all of this, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, right? No quarterback is going to be perfect. No quarterback is going to hit every throw every single time. And so even if they make a switch, when Trey messes up, it's still going to be, oh, well, Jimmy should have da-da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? We, could, we should have stuck with Jimmy. He would have made that. That's going to be some of the conversations that you start seeing on the flip side. You know what I mean? So 
I guess let me let me ask you guys this question: What's the benefit of putting in Trey now? Because there is an answer, by the way. A whole bunch of benefits. There's there's, but there's a really really big answer. There is. There's a really big answer. Go ahead. It just it just one. Oh, go ahead, Nick. Let's all say eleven on eleven football. Okay, so let's all say one. How about we do that? That's one. Tony Nick says eleven on eleven. That's eleven on eleven, and keeping the defenses playing, you know, honest, honest, yeah. And how about just uh, big play capability, being able to throw the ball down the field, whether he hits it or misses it, a guy that's willing to take the shot deep changes how defenses are going to play. Go ahead, Mike. You're up. <laughs> the run game is going to open up like crazy. Yep. yep. The run game is going to explode when Trey gets in. Like it, it, it's not even it's not even like a question because like what Nick was saying with the whole 11 on 11 thing. Right. You got people that are going to hesitate. Those linebackers have to stay flat footed for a half more second longer to see if Trey Lance has that ball or not, because he's a real threat to run the That's ball. Like, not half second in this system in this run game. <laughs> Come on, man. It just <laughs> changes up everything, man. And and it's like. it. I don't think this is about Trey Lance being ready. I think this is about Kyle being ready to unleash Trey Lance. I think that's what it is, yo. I, I, and what's what's our guy, Big Kev, Big Kev, Big whatever his name was. I'm sorry if I forgot. But he can't. I. <laughs> it's clear that they're just not trying to unleash it. You didn't even. I, I got Trey Lance video footage him throwing on the sideline. I thought he was coming coming in this game at some point for something that could have just. Sparked the game when Jimmy was uh, missing all those wide, wide open wide receivers. Jimmy missed at least uh, wide receivers, like three open wide receivers, like three. Master Sith cannot figure out why you guys are unhappy with the win. We're very, Raise, we're extremely raise, happy with raise your hand if you're unhappy, unhappy with the win, though. Like, did we're you unsatisfied. say that? Raise your hand if you're unsatisfied with a win. I can I ask? Can I ask them something out there? What do you think? I don't think he's talking about us. I think he's talking about himself. No, yo, no, he's talking. I, I think he's talking about I us. Think he's talking about, I don't know if he's talking about us, but I know they are in the chat. They're talking like, "Oh my gosh, I'm leaving the podcast. I'm unsubscribing because y'all can't stop complaining." Blah blah blah. I just want to ask this question though: What in the hell do you think the 49ers are doing? You think they're celebrating over this, or they're looking at their flaws to see how they could be better? Because I think that's what they do every week. And so they're probably sitting there saying, you know what, Jimmy, that you sucked. You could do this differently. You know what, Trey, you could do this differently. I, I guarantee you that's what they do. Because if not, how can they get better? They have to learn from their flaws. All we're doing is talking about areas that we see that they can improve. We can't offer any suggestions, but at least we could talk about it and see if you guys see the same things we see. That's all we're doing. Because 17 to 11, yes, it's a win. It was a, it's a road victory. It was crazy. It was very hostile in there. It was it was it was off the hook. Um, but Jimmy had no rhythm for like like 26 minutes. No, it, it, it's it's 30 minutes, it's 30 minutes and a half, and Jimmy was out of sync. So 28 for first, minutes for the first 28 and a half minutes Jeez. Of, the, of the first half. It was it was it was weird to see. Um, Danny Terry says, I'm really confused. What's up with Ayuk? They can't keep overusing Debo. We need him in the long run. And by the way, shout out to Debo. We haven't talked about any of the news or stats or anything, but he's the NFL's number one wide receiver right now. 93 yards. And, and, and this is the thing where you're matching the strengths up. This is where 
Jimmy succeeds when he throws the Debo, the Debo because Debo succeeds when he gets the ball in his hand quick and goes and does his thing. Bubble screens, tunnel screens, quick slants, three-yard shovel, whatever, three yards, four or five yards past the line of scrimmage, and bang, he's out of there like a freaking maniac. He runs possessed. But when we remember when we talked about when we drafted Debo, we're like, oh, he's surrounding Jimmy with weapons that are run after the catch, fitting Jimmy's strength to a player that loves to get the ball in his hand quick. Then we brought in Ayuk, another run-after-catch guy. We thought that it would work with him. Now, to that gentleman's question is, he's saying, where's Ayuk? And Debo's taking all the catches. Well, guess what? Ayuk likes to go deep. Jimmy tends not to throw it deep. Um, some say yes. Some says no. But it's evident that he has not gotten a catch. I don't, oh, he's got one catch in this game. Yeah. So – this this is the this is the issue, and the flip side of this is, what are the 49ers trying to accomplish? Are they trying to accomplish and trying to get Jimmy and get the most out of Jimmy and, and just keep Trey on the side until they really need to get him, or are they playing the devil's advocate, saying, "Come on, let's let Jimmy look like he's succeeding. Let's try to get some value. Let's try to get something in return for him. Keep pushing him. Keep pushing him. Keep pushing him." But guess what? If it comes down where Jimmy needs to make a play to win this game, I'm not 100%, 100% sold and confident on him in doing it. Because if you take the center of the field away, that's where he gets in trouble. So now, are you willing to risk a win in an NFC West, which is the best division in football, where you can't afford to lose a game? Well, now you could because now Seattle's back. But still, you don't want to be that guy coming at the end and trying to play catch-up from behind. In this division right now, other than previous years, every win counts. And especially when Seattle, they start slow every year. So this is nothing new to them. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're in five games, Seattle will be three and two or two and three. Like that's every single year. And they still finish with double digit wins. Like they they know what they're doing over there in Seattle. Um, and, and one thing we didn't mention about what 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 the change could do is that um we have somebody who can take advantage of receivers actually running good routes all over the field. Right now, teams defend the 49ers this way, mm -hmm. across the line of scrimmage. They don't go back. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? There's no vertical threat. It's all horizontal. That's what they do. It's either a quick check down or right across the middle. Now, Mike, can I ask you a quick question? You were there, and you had the seats to really see this. Were they in a single high safety, or did they play too deep? They they went back and forth. Majority was it single high? I I can't say for sure. I I can't say for sure. It was probably single high though, more than more than anything else. Yeah. That that's that shows you. Yep. Uh, now you got you got Wayne. I put this up here for you because you you didn't get to take the victory shot with us. Yeah, I had to go through my stuff. <laughs> I, I, I saved a little bit of mine. I poured a triple over here, so you know, I, I saved it. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking, man. I, you know. Did you, you all do the gold bar? Uh, sure. You know, it's just so funny, man. Like, I'm just tired of fans being homerish, I guess you could say. Like, I just think we're realists, Nick. I think I see a lot of shit in the chat. Like, I saw somebody say something about if you were football, if you were Niners fans when Joe Montana was playing i bet you'd be saying replace him too like yeah at one point i was saying replace him because steve young was behind him and he was playing like shit and 
when they had the whole shit going on between Montana and uh, Montana and Young, where they were rotating them back and forth, who started week one, this, that, this, and that. Like, yeah, but you also have to understand that whether you're a Jimmy G fan or not, this isn't about me being a Jimmy G fan or a Trey Lance fan. This is me being a 49er fan. And I have been really adamant about Jimmy Garoppolo staying the quarterback. I've been really adamant. But when I watch these other teams offensively, you can say whatever you want defensively. We're down to a rookie corner and a washed-up corner. Going, We didn't even face – look, we just faced a rookie receiver and a second-year receiver who did, didn't even play well in their first year. And then Quez Watkins, who was an undrafted guy, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, And a rookie running back. Can it get a rookie running back? But no, but that's not DeAndre Hopkins. That's not DK Tyler Lockett and DK Tyler Lockett. Like Super Cup, you know, like the the, so, the, the dogs are coming. We got we and, got uh, Devontae. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, and somebody else said in here that I'm crazy because we're six and zero against the Rams. The last six times we played them, yeah, they had they Jared Goff, bro. They got Matthew Stafford now. That's a huge upgraded. difference. That is not a win in the that's not a guaranteed win in the books anymore. They're gonna have good quarterback play. The NFC West is the best division in football. And if you lose one, two, three, even if you split with these guys, it's gonna come down to these games that you need to win. And right now we're playing mediocre football and pulling out wins out the skin of our teeth. And if you really think the players are excited about where they're at. Then you're you're on something. Hey, Master Sith, I just want you to know that we we didn't think you were attacking us. Uh, I there's some aggressive comments. I didn't think yours was one of them. Just so you know. So thanks for the other contribution. Said he was talking about himself and Cheers from San Francisco. Can we do the Cheers now? We good? Uh, drink mine. You ain't see me oh, drink. Did, oh, I ain't see you do it. My bad. All right, cool. I got. Mm, mm-hmm. 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 So. Oh. Let me get the victory shot. So let me hear what your, your response would be to this. Somebody says. Me? It's week two, dude. But you have the most three important games coming up. You got it. We got a gauntlet. <laughs> two of them being division games. Yeah, we got we got Green Bay, Arizona, and then Seattle. It's 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 about to be crucial. It's well, about to Green be- Bay, Seattle, then Arizona, I think, right? No, I think Arizona's before or is Arizona fifth? Whatever. Either way, we playing them all. So back to back to back. They can look. Everybody's saying this is a knee jerk reaction. I see Callie says that. Do we not realize that we have no running backs healthy right now? Do do we do we are we just completely forgetting about that? It's not bashing a quarterback, bro. We're not going to win football games. Moving forward, you have no run game. All your running backs are hurt. Your quarterback is already handcuffed to what he can do. So you need to bring somebody out that changes the game and opens up the field for whatever running back is in there. And the playbook. Yes, it's not even – It's like this isn't Jimmy G hate, bro. This is me being a 49ers fan and caring about the team winning. That's it. 
I I think if we if we were able to see Jimmy Garoppolo complete certain throws, I think it would be a different contextual story, right? Like, but he's missing. That's the thing. If he can make the simple, basic, routine throw, That's I it. have a problem rolling with him. But when you have trouble dumping off a minus two yard screen pass to a guy who had real estate who probably could have took it to the house, but we'll just say pick up 20 yards in a first down. That's 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 an issue, man. That's and it, it's not, it's not. I'm not trying to sit here and say I know everything and Jimmy G sucks. No, the problem is Jimmy G's not the quarterback to sit there and and put it on his back and go. He's hurting the main staple of our offense, like Travarius just said. If we can't run the ball, Kyle Shanahan's office is, is, is a wrap. You're going to make it into a try to make a one-dimensional passing game and forget it then because then you're putting the ball in Jimmy's hands and asking him to go go find something. Go do the thing. Yes, I know we are winning, and we're not complaining about that. We are not. But the thing is, Mike Lee, you're getting a kick out of this, I'm like, I am. I am because it's – like, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I – I do understand fans stepping back saying, guys, we're winning. We're winning. I swear I do. And we ain't playing nobody yet. Like, well, I'll say the Philadelphia defense was a tough matchup. I will still, say. We still should have been able to beat them convincingly. With our potent offense that we're supposed to have with this play caller, calling this, whatever, regardless of the pieces he's missing, we still should have been able to dominate them. And we couldn't. Let me explain something to you. Jimmy made a throw in that game. Where thank God Stevie Nelson did not see it until the last second because if he would have saw that ball, you talk about that pick that was uh, that yeah. he was going, he was yeah. going in the other direction. And how about the one he overthrew Brandon Ayuk? Had that over the yeah. middle, right? Had yeah. that been called, that was a pick six too. Now you wouldn't have been able to make that tackle. Granted, granted, luck was on our side. The ball was dropped. The safety really didn't get a good view of it. Couldn't make the play. 100% we got – the luck was on our side. But I'm going to tell you this right now. Those two picks went down. I don't think the Niners come out with a W in this game. I'm sorry. that That's just my opinion. I, I just feel – Cody, <clears throat> on your behalf, if the field goal is not blocked and we're a half an inch of Jalen Rager stepping out of bounds – it's on that touchdown, Nick is a different ball game. If the Eagles win this game, uh, it, that's easily because it would have been thirteen nothing. Because the 49ers couldn't figure stuff out, right? Right. Those two little but, plays right there, but Javon but we're not no, block no, field goal. No and one half no, an inch of Quez no Watkins or uh, Jalen Rager. Like we're not we're not talking about that because technically it didn't happen. Technically, it didn't happen. I mean, the field goal kick that got blocked, but that touchdown is like, guys. Even though he stepped out twice, and that was a good way of of Diamondor forcing him to go out of bounds. I thought that was genius from a rookie to play him that tight to the line. But the fact that he did it twice, like that, that says something. But if he didn't step out of bounds, that was a touchdown. And so, hey, can I pat myself on the back real quick about Diamondor? No, no. Well, him too, but not not that. I don't know. During the preview show, I talked about how 
Hurts only completes certain types of passes, and I said that the boundary is going to come in to help us as an extra defender this week. I didn't even know you got the preview show. I didn't get the memo. Y'all don't remember that on Thursday? Oh, he wasn't there. He wasn't here. It was just me and you. But do you remember me saying that? I said that the way he throws his passes, the receivers have to be facing him. And so that's going to allow our defenders to really use the boundary as another defender. And boom, there it is. It was a touchdown erasing defender. I'm just saying, like, when you when you watch this stuff, you can you can see how it could play out, mm-hmm. and that's you got to use that both ways, because you could see how this offense could be even more potent and more consistent. And we don't have to. Every game doesn't have to be a nail biter. It doesn't have to be this way. Yeah, we're winning, but we can we can win and not have a stroke every single game that we watch. And Captain D, sorry, man. We were we were we were at the game, so it was we couldn't. There was no reception. You wouldn't have been able to hear anything. It was it was bad. It was bad as far as trying to get a show done. So I, I we apologize about that. Look, 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 we let him down. On we something. got a life too, bro. <laughs> huh? I said we got to have a life too sometimes. And this, that's why you always yell at me, Mike. You don't ever go to games. That's why I don't go to games because then that happens and the people be upset with us, man. Oh, well. Happy birthday, Sean, from from your wife, uh, Wing Flaps. Love your show. Happy birthday to my hubby, Sean. Happy birthday, Sean. Thank you for the contribution, Wing Flaps. Sean, I hope you see this, man. Go Niners. I'm I'm just just assuming that Sean is a Niners fan. Is that wrong for me to – Happy birthday, Sean. Yeah. There you go. All right. So let's let's talk about some other things from this game, guys. Um, I need to know I need to know some more of your guys' thoughts um, when we're looking at this game. Or do you do you guys want to step back and talk about the running back position and what we think the team does going forward? Whatever you want. Yeah, it's fine. Because the the 49ers lost Trey Sermon on his only touch. Um, I am very, very happy that my man has a concussion. And I know that sounds like messed up, right? But it could have been so much worse. It could have been so much worse. When you look at the and way you he- think the hit to the head is what made him fumble the ball. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because it felt like that's when he. It's like he just that hit jolted his whole body. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw it. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I saw the same thing. That's why I was asking. I just wanted, like, I'm not saying he doesn't have fumble issues or whatnot, but I'm just saying, like, when he got hit in the head, you got to remember, Tony. We saw it there, so all we saw him do was flip. And even on the replay, they didn't show it like you saw it on TV. So Listen, when I saw that hit, I I stood back. I, I just want I, I did one of these. I yeah. thought literally, yeah, I thought like he could be he paralyzed. Done that hit between he the way he hit him, he hit with with his head obviously. So bang, he went down like this, and then the other guy just came boom, and his whole body just went. I was just like, then I saw him trying to like glitch and move a little bit. I was like, God damn. Yeah. He was, he was down for the count. But it's, it's a problem, right? Mike and Nick and Tony, like it's a problem. Like we, we're already down our starting running back. Uh, Elijah Mitchell has shoulder issues. Okay. So let's not act like he's all squeaky clean. I mean, he, he got injured too. He's just day to day. Call it like it is. I think he got a stinger, Mitchell. I think that was his official. That's fine. Yeah, Hasty has a high ankle sprain. Hasty's going to be out for some weeks, yeah. right? And so the, the one guy that was getting cuts up in the middle was Hasty. Like he was that change of pace. So when we started running inside, we started doing good, right? He's going to be out. So now we 
all the other guys that there, there's no Jeff Wilson Jr. yet. And so now they got to bring in people off the street. And so that's it. That, that could possibly either backfire or, or it can be mediocre or they can upgrade um, carry on Johnson. Who's off the street from the practice squad. Like this Duke Johnson is TJ Yeldon. There's uh, who's the other guy they were looking at. Um, TJ Yeldon. Yeah. I think they Johnson. Aren't they looking at Milner, uh, Miller too? Oh, Lamar Miller was the other guy. A guy who has injury issues. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, clearly the 49ers have to sign uh, a free agent. They're not going to trade for running back guys. I mean, unless it was a, a running back that was going to be part of their 4C future. And, hey, I, I brought this up on my show, man. Maybe maybe Kyle Shanahan, maybe maybe getting the dollar store general running backs isn't isn't the answer anymore. I mean, yeah, they, they, they're good. You, you know you go to the dollar store, you buy a toy, and it'll last for a little while. It'd be really good. And then after a while, it just doesn't work like the name brand toy would. Like maybe that's what's going on with the running backs. Yeah, but we drafted two, and they both hurt. So those aren't dollar stores anymore. You get what I'm saying? I mean, like when still you late round draft picks, they're not like high end draft picks, right? I'm not talking about Trey Sermon. I'm talking about like who are you talking about? I'm talking about both. I'm talking about Sermon and Mitchell. They were both drafted. They're probably going to bring up on Johnson. But I'm talking about the guys that like, yeah, I guess. I'm just saying, like, I you're not hot. Mitchell, Mitchell's a fifth ever. round, and Sherman was what a third round, second round, mm-hmm. fourth round, third, third, third round, the third rounder. Yeah, because we got two in the third. We got him and and um, Ambry Thomas late with the uh, conditional pick. But Shanahan's never going to go much higher than that for. A, a we don't know that. We never had the luxury to. Like I, I, I'm thinking, if the 49ers finally get themselves in a situation where they can actually get a running back of good status in the first round, they might just do so. But right now, it just – I'm not saying a first-round running back will solve the issues, but clearly they need more durable backs. Like, And this offense – what like this offense I – was, I was making the point that like the 49ers, it's, 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 a, it's an extension of the stuff we've seen in the past. The things we've seen in the past from like Mike Shanahan – uh, Bill Walsh, like those guys. That's what Kyle Shanahan is running, right, with his own twist, right? But those guys that we had and and those particular type of offenses, it was different. They were more durable. They also went through a hell of a load of training camp. They had they used to hit in practice. So their bodies got acclimated to the speed of the game, to the physicality of the game, and all those different types of things. And we're still trying to get those type of style of running backs, those quick guys or whatever, whatever. But they're not going through the same, you know, turmoil of 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 a, of a camp of practice they're not hitting they're not hitting with pads anymore like they don't even wear leg pads anymore in practice bro they just wear shoulder pads what kind of chunk is that right because the cba has changed everything maybe kyle shanahan needs to change the style of the run game to fit the guys that we got maybe that's what's causing all these injuries bro because like the guys he's getting is clearly not checking out like not even the drafted guys which is to your point mike like they're just not and it could be because of the, the the physicality of the way we're trying to move the ball as runners. And I don't know, man, but something's got to give. And we're going to have to keep supplementing with guys that don't have teams. At, at this point, why not bring in a Todd Gurley? Like, why are we not looking at him? Because of knee issues? Shit, everybody we got got issues. Why not bring in a guy that got issues that can possibly want to put it to his old team? <laughs> Johnson got knee issues, so we're going to find out. <laughs> 
Duke Johnson got knee issues too? No, I'm talking about carrying. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dang. Um, Tom Tommy Huxley says the, the Eagles, uh, the, the Beagles are dirty players, F them. And that was something else I said on Thursday during the show, Nick. I said they do a lot of late hits and, you know, uh, hit people out of bounds and stuff. And the, they do it so close all the time that the refs just flat out weren't calling it because they're looking at it as incidental. Uh, it, it's just it's just it's what it is man uh joey with another contribution he says i am tired i'm tired of seeing people prop up or being okay with a qb doing the bare minimum because of qb wins and yak yards that's 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 kind of what the guys are saying man that's what the guys are talking about here i mean at some point it has it has to change when is that point only kyle shanahan knows and I don't think it's the wins that's causing him to not want to change it. I just, I'm telling you, that that guy, the dude that made that contribution probably brought up a good point, man. There's teams we play twice a year. And until we play them once, he's probably not trying to show his cards with the Trey Lance. Trey Lance has been, like, sheltered all preseason. We saw a little bit. We saw a two-quarterback system. Now that sounds obsolete, right? He didn't go to it this past week. I don't know if it was because of the defensive line or whatever, but we could all probably say that Trey Sermon is way more durable than than uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. And just imagine if Sermon, if uh, not Sermon, uh, Lance, if Lance is able to get outside the pocket like Jalen Hurts was able to do, imagine the yards he would have picked up and keep drives alive. It, it, it just so many different things. Like, I know we saw Jimmy run a couple of times, but imagine if that was Trey Lance running with that ball. It, it probably would have been for more yards. He's faster than Jimmy. He's more durable than Jimmy. So I don't know why we're not seeing Trey other than the fact that Kyle's not ready for him to play yet. That, that, that's my only – that's my final answer. But, but Jimmy – we should all agree, whether whether we're Jimmy fans um, or not Jimmy fans, we're 49 fans, we should all agree that Jimmy is limited. But we've been speaking this. Like, we've been trying to tell everybody there's just things he can't do. And then there's things he can't do well. <laughs> and then there's things he does okay. Go ahead, Tony. I see it. I see it. It's all over your face. Go ahead and say it. I can't. I, I just can't. How do you expect Trey Lance to learn and develop? You sit him for 15 years, and then you bring him in year 16. He needs. This kid needs to get on the field. You cannot afford to sit this kid another year. That means he's out of football for two years without taking a snap. That is not good. And you want to talk about development? That's not good. Like, I don't know. I I just I I just feel that if there's anybody that can get this kid to play, Kyle Shanahan, it's going to be Kyle Shanahan. He took RG three in the first round. Well, Dan Snyder did, and he put him on the field. And they made a playoff run with a kid from Baylor who ran a run and shoot offense. Wasn't he having? Wasn't he having like an MVP season too as a rookie? Yes, and RG three was putting up passing yards. And is I feel, in my opinion, maybe not you know accurate. Whatever the issue is, but as far as IQ and 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 playing in the NFL, I think we could all agree. Don't you think Trey Lance might be a little bit better than RG three coming out of? Baylor and a run and shoot offense, like I, I, I don't know. And I, and if Kyle plays people to, if Kyle starts to play people to their strengths, 
Teams ain't going to figure that out in one week. He, Kyle can start Trey Lance, let him do what he's great at. They're not going to figure that out because they ain't seen it before. Then change it up week after week. And then still little different things to get show Trey Lance progressing. He's just, Kyle's just not ready, Tony. I'm telling you. I don't know what it is. I, what, I, what I'm hoping it is, Kyle wants to hold his ace in the hole that's until it. he really needs it. That's oh, what man. I'm hoping it is. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm praying that's what it is because let's, let's face it, right? And Grant Cohen put a stat up today, and it kind of just dropped my jaw. I don't know if it's 100% accurate, but he put Mac Jones' stats and he put Jimmy Garoppolo's stats under the same stats. So a rookie quarterback coming in to learn a complicated system. That was from this week, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know if, if the only, yeah, it was, it was a three yard difference, and Jimmy had a touchdown, and and uh, Mac didn't. So, one eighty six, one eighty nine, I believe it was, and then uh, a touchdown. How do you, how do you how look do you, at it? Do you look at that as wow? Uh, Mac Jones is playing to a, the level of an NFL starting a caliber starting quarterback, or is it Jimmy's playing down to a rookie's level? Like, how do you? Oh shit. I, I don't know how to read that. All right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, how would you read that? I'm being dead serious. Hey, no, I hear you, bro. I'm not. I, I know. I. How do you How do you interpret that? I want to know. Like, how would you How do you interpret that when you see that? Is it like woo Jimmy, or is it woo Mac? Like, I don't. I don't. Know. I just. I, I. I understand what you're saying, bro, and you, you know my stance on it. I mean, we're we're getting by. Kyle's doing what he has to do to get the wins. Um, and people are going to be content with that until we lose a game. They feel like we should have won. That's what's going to happen. But see, that's that's using hindsight. We you don't have to you you you're grateful for every win, but you don't have to be like, oh, that was great. We're we're fine. There's nothing to worry about. There's nothing to improve on. You it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to only want better after a loss. You should want better every week. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to say this really quick. Our starters, week one, only gave up 17 points, okay? Lions already have 17 points at halftime. I just want to put that out there, that this Lions team is a little bit better than we thought. I think this is going to show. Green Bay's defense is just trash, bro. Let's just call it like it is. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Jeff Money with the contribution here. He says – uh. He said, why do we use all those draft picks to have this kid just sitting around? Oh. Well, I, got a, I got a million dollar question. I seriously do. Let's just say hypothetically, hypothetically, Jimmy gets us into a deep playoff run. Right? They bring Jimmy back next year? No. Why? Because of what they invested in this in this kid. So then if he's out of the plans next year. What the hell are we even doing right now? Because they can probably can tell you what we're doing now. More we're value for him next year. Like so you 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 let him play, you build up his stock, and then you find a way to trade him, right? Because they still he's still under contract for one more year. I think if he takes it to a deep playoff run, right? This is what I think. Before you guys first round pick. I still think we will not get anywhere near a second round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. Why? Because I think everybody in this league knows Kyle Shanahan is hiding his weaknesses. That's why they got low up from what I read. They got low balled on a Allegedly there was a trade offer to bring Jimmy Garoppolo somewhere. And it was like a, a sixth or a fifth. 
And that just goes to show me that they know that the Niners don't want this guy. Why would they offer anything more than just to get him there if they truly wanted him? And they also know that Kyle's protecting him. And is it really the Jimmy's talent or is it the, the scheme and the play calling that's helping Jimmy, you know, to be successful, I guess, if you will? I, I mean, I, I get your point, but you got it. All right, let's 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 change subjects only because it, we're we're just gonna have to wait and see what happens with the quarterback position. Yeah, I mean it's not it's it's when Kyle Shanahan does it. Like it's just on him. Or yeah. do you? Or, let, let, me, let me guys. Let me just answer your question, then we can move like, on. That's the only way it'll happen. Can you guys hear me? Yes. All right. Do you think that Kyle Shanahan has been holding back Trey Lance? From starting because we were on the road. I think that's a silly reason to do something, but it's possible. I mean, he, he's he's held Trey Lance back. I'm saying your first start. I think he holds Trey Lance back. You. Period. Like like I just think he doesn't allow Trey Lance to be Trey Lance. But that's me. That's my opinion. So we could. So Trey Lance could come in the game. And Kyle Shanahan will still have the stuff scripted for Trey Lance that doesn't utilize his skill sets. That's that's that isn't that crazy? Like well, he's still gonna force Trey Lance to be the guy to stay in the pocket, the guy to do this, the guy to do that. And so I don't know, man. I just think that he's holding them back. Period. Yo, I still yeah, just I'm done talking about I just no, I I really I just think that he's not ready. I really do. I think if he was ready, Kyle's got no reason to not do it. They invested so much in him that it, that that's the only logical thing that I can come up with, honestly. Now, I, what, you can't tell what, me a guy's not ready until they go out there and show that they like. I I, I don't I understand you got to practice and show things, but practicing game shit is is totally different, yo. And so, like, what do you? Nothing is gonna always go according to your script, coach. And some things got to go off script. And I think. He gives us a better chance when things go off script. How do you show that in practice when it's scripted? Like, I don't I, I don't get it. Okay. And I don't know because I'm not the college guy, right? They say that Trey Lance came from pro-style concepts and stuff like that in college, right? How many pro-style defenses did Trey Lance play against? And I'm not – this is not a loaded question. I don't know the answer. Where, so in college? Yes, sir. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know either. It's, but all right, more I mean, or less. You say pro style defenses. You're saying like nickel defenses, nickel fronts, and yeah, stuff. Different like packages, that. yeah, different packages, robbers, all that type of stuff. Like just yeah, stuff like the the, com the complexities that come along with. And so I I get I get your point, Mike. But like, but, he, but, how, but he, how you you gotta you gotta put him in to see if he can if he can see well, it. I'm trying to answer Nick's question about you know is it because he's on the road or not. I don't think it's that. I think that this kid has to be able to reckon. It's one thing to, to know a play call, right? It's one thing to know the play. This guy's going to be here. This guy's going to be here. I'm supposed to put the ball in one of these places, right? But if he doesn't know that this defender is going to be right there, he might make wrong throws frequently. We saw Justin Fields finally get significant playing time, right? And everybody was like, yo, 
Fields ain't it. Like I saw people upset with Justin Fields play. And I know I was one of the people that said, I wanted Justin Fields more than anybody else. And if Fields ain't ready yet, and he look at where he's coming from, look at the defenses he played against in college. What what's gonna make me think that Lance is ready now? Look, can, like, let me ask you a question. Do you think so? You're saying the mental IQ to be able to read the defense when they start playing the games and hiding coverages and disguising things. Okay, so let me ask you this. If you take Trey Lance with what he knows right now, and then you take Jimmy Garoppolo, are they the same? Is one better in in trying to figure that out and making those throws? I, I think it's a very hard thing to come answer that question because the majority of Jimmy's throws are not downfield. So you can't really say, is he able to read and – is he able to – first of all, I don't even think defense is disguise coverages versus Jimmy. That's just my opinion. I see just basic coverage out there. Either it's man, press, bail, whatever, whatever they choose to play. But I, I don't really see them rolling safeties and stuff. But I will tell you this, and I will say this. Yes, he did struggle, Trey Lance, once – what's his name? Started playing that game with hiding coverages. That's the one play where it could have been a pick. And that was my only point. But and he's now, and so yeah. like, when does he get better at that? By by messing up, like let him let him go out there and figure it out. You putting a quarterback out there that can possibly mess it up anyway. Whether well, that's a vet, so why not put the rookie out there that can possibly mess it up? To to, wanna, to the I point wanna, of what you're saying, Mike, is you're not gonna get you're not gonna learn those defenses until you physically playing and see it with your eyes. No. That's I, I think that's where I disagree with you guys. So I, I think I get what you got. You guys are saying, how else is he going to learn if you don't get out there and play? That, well, you that's see basically that what you guys are saying, right? You can see but it on film. If you don't recognize your errors, you don't learn from them. You can take a test over and over and over, but if you don't understand – what, That's the geometry. We can't – like a, a, a physical test and a, and a test written on paper is two different things. No, no, no. It, just think about geometry. In any, any algebra, anything with formulas. You either understand the formulas or you don't, right or wrong. Right. I understand that, yeah. So if he doesn't understand, and I and I I don't know this to be what the problem. Well, we don't is. know don't if he doesn't understand it. Right. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if that's it, but if that is it, because like Tony said, when we saw them mixing it up in that game, he got confused out there. And if that's what it is, if if the formulas don't make sense to him with what the defenses are doing, they just don't make sense to him. He's got to he's got to learn them. It's going to take longer for him to learn them. That's all. Now the one the, the one the one positive end of this is everything that we've seen from Trey Lance. If he struggled in one game, he improved in the second game. We're not seeing that. Like like it, it's still the same Jimmy. Yes, he, he. I'm telling you, I swear on my kids, he made two nice throws in that game. But what happened to the easy ones? The two hard ones he makes in the middle and the hashes. Everything else you take outside the hashes, it it's like a different guy, and it's. Well, you can't always win throwing into the middle of the field. Like you got to be able to complete those throws outside the sticks. I, I like this comment right here, but let me read these contributions really quick, and then we'll we'll get back to this. Uh, Big Dez says DC's a very crafty. Jimmy kicked ass when he first came in. Then DC's got tape and started to expose him. He doesn't want the same for Trey. That's kind of where I was going with this, also because you don't want to you don't want to shake this guy's uh, confidence. Like that's that's kind of where I was going. Um, this is another one. I'm sorry. I'm going to, I'm going to try to Jaguayo. I, I believe is how you say it. If not, my apologies. If Trey Lance was the next big thing, 
he should have taken the damn starting job during the preseason. You can't take something that's not available. I, Kyle said it from day one, and everyone wanted to make it something that it wasn't. It was never a competition, guys. It was it was never an option for him to get the starting job. It just wasn't. And we can, we can deny it still, but it was never a competition. It wasn't. Let me see who's better at anything. That's not what it was. Uh, it's whether or not he's ready. It's just it's that simple. Uh, but we do thank you for the contribution, though. I really do appreciate it. All right, now. Can we talk about our defense, guys? Nick Bosa looks really, really freaking good. And I think that's worth discussing for a little bit. Um, his first game, I wasn't, you know, as gung-ho about him as other people were. But this last game, you see it. That kid is back. What, what were your guys' thoughts on, on the young uh, Nick Bosa? Good. You want to go first, Wayne? Nick, I mean, he, he he looked like he looked like primetime Nick Bosa. I mean, he, he's they've get they gave him more snaps this this game. He didn't seem to get winded in this game toward the end or whatnot. He finished the game with two sacks. Um, his pre- like the dude Nick was getting triple teamed. I mean, like let's just call it like it is. Like dude was getting triple teamed uh, on majority of the time in the plays, and he was still getting pressures on the quarterbacks, and so. Nick is a force. If Nick is going to be that boggled up, man, then the rest of the line's got to do more from the from the pressure side of the ball. But uh, overall, Nick Nick is improving week week by week, and if he's getting better and stronger and and wiser, and <laughs> week by week, like he's going to be a force to be reckoned with, like this. Yeah. Uh, Nick, before you jump off, what are your thoughts on Bosa? I mean, I, I, I think that. He's got what three sacks now? He got two in this game, one in week one. I I don't even think he's back to his regular potential yet, to be honest with you. Um, I think he's still getting there. Um, and he's already fucked. He we he's already beasting out there. He's on so, pace for twenty five and a half sacks this season. Um, I'm gonna be uh, eating some crow later this season, so. Just so y'all know. What'd you say? You're gonna be eating crow? You don't. You think he's gonna get ten sacks, don't you? <laughs> oh yeah, he's gonna get. He, he should get ten sacks if he stays healthy. He should get ten sacks. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, all right, so guys, we can wrap this thing up here. I didn't want this to be a really long show. We're still gonna try to bring a show tomorrow. Um, I believe the 49ers are doing their Tuesday thing again, right? Aren't they still doing the trivia Tuesday? So start well, starts again tomorrow, I think. Right, because they're back home. So I'm going to try to wait till after they're done for us to start our show because I don't want to uh, bump heads with them. That was a request made from them for us. So we're going to try to honor that. Um, my last, the, the defensive line, guys, is really, really good. I know I know Nick has got to go, but uh, Armstead is out there playing well. Uh, Ford is out there contributing. I mean, what they use Ford. Have, have you guys rewatched the game yet? Yeah, wow. you haven't rewatched it, Tony. Did you I see? Can't. I don't have uh, Game Pass. There, there was this play where Ford he goes in like he's gonna rush, and he just disengages and stands there flat-footed. And I was like, "What the hell is he doing?" But I, I'm looking at Hertz, and I'm realizing he keeps cutting his eyes that way. I think Hertz is supposed to run around that way, and Ford was just keeping him in there. Yeah. 
I, I've never seen D Ford used that way before. I don't know if you guys remember when he first got him, Robert Sala in particular said he's got one direction. He's got one way to go. That's all we want him here for. They were using Ford in a different way this game, and I thought that was pretty damn interesting. That's, to me, that's the D'Amico Ryan's effect. He's sprinkling something else different in there with his personnel packages. What are your guys' thoughts on it? I agree. I definitely agree. And I just want to give one straight, one huge compliment to Fred Warner. My man had a game and a half, and he was literally all over the field. Play after play after stop. Like that man was playing possessed, and he's worth every damn penny the 49ers gave him. And it's, you know, I, I, I'm really happy. And I, I'm just really looking forward to see this defense get going and pick up steam. And, and I want to see what they what it could become as a unit in, in total. But another dark horse, I just want to say I, from watching it live, Arden Key was all over the field. That guy. I think he could be something, man. If they keep him fighting, he he's he's a talented player. He really is. Yeah, um, I like what I saw to Arden Key. I, to answer Mike's question, I, I do agree. Uh, Ford was definitely there containing. Uh, and, and this is what you want to see from your edge rushers, right? Playing a little bit smarter, saying, you know what? I, get, I got beat on this one. You know, he's going to be looking to run. I know he's he can you know he's gonna be looking to run right so I'm I'm gonna try to keep him from getting those big yards right and so you know we want our edge rushers to get in and get to the quarterback all the time but when you're dealing with a quarterback that poses a threat and you got to play eleven on eleven football that's just this and this is the reason why a lot of 49er fans want to see Trey Lance because it forces the defenses to play different and not every defense has skilled players like a D Ford that can recognize that right. And so this is why we want to see a Trey Lance. But I agree with you on Ford. My my defensive guys, you know, I'm going to say this, and many of you may agree to disagree, but I'm like Javon Kinlaw's return was was mega epic, okay? Um, And I'm not just talking about from the motherfucking field goal block. I'm talking about just being in there, uh, filling and taking up two or three offensive linemen for Fred Warner, for, um, um, oh, my gosh, uh, Al Shire, for them guys to hit those gaps because their running backs rush for, what, a total of 63-something yards, 60-plus yards maybe? If that, I mean, uh, Jalen Hurts led in rushing yards, and all that stuff was stuff outside after, you know, plays broke down. But Kinlaw, and not and, and I'm not even giving it to Kinlaw. If it wasn't for Kinlaw, DJ Jones wouldn't have had the best game of his career. And no, he didn't have sacks, but when I tell you that dude was in – in the backfield, getting pressure, stopping the runs, like, and we and we talked about DJ Jones last week, how he was a weak link, and Ken Law being back allowed DJ Jones to be the guy that he was. Also, shout out to my runner-up would be Contavious Street because he's continuing to be a, a big, strong guy. <laughs> like he he is a force. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, bro. I'm hearing an echo. I'm sorry. I don't know what that is. Uh, you asked about how many yards their running backs had, not counting the quarterback. Cause that's, you know, and they only had 69 total yards, bro. I was in the sixties. I was close. Yeah. And so that just lets you know what, uh, important Ken Law, what Ken law brings to this. You know, we talked People. about the gap integrity being a problem for those linebackers that first week. Right. And here, here he is, you put him in there and all of a sudden you're cooking with, you're cooking with fish, hot grease now. Right. 
Like we were cooking with something hot. And I, I really, really like that, man. Um, yes, Mark Espinosa. God damn it, man. He said it. Tony, was there another player on defense that you want to highlight? Mark Espinosa just said one, but I, I don't want to say it. that's who you were going to say, Tony. Uh, I think I, I want to say both safeties had a great game. Yes. I, I really – I think – and, again, it's only the live feed that I saw, but Tart made a huge play right out the gate. Stopping that bomb, I don't know who it was too, but that's one. And, and Jimmy Ward was just flying all over the field. And, you know, it's really encouraging to see that because of what he went through as a player in the league when he first came in. They finally sat him down and solidified his role, and he's just been ascending since. So I, definitely those two guys. Yeah, those linebackers are good. Uh, and the unsung hero of, of the pass rush, in my opinion, He's not getting the sacks, but I'll be damned if he's not disrupting the pocket every pass play. It's Eric Armstead. Armstead is going crazy. And and my biggest complaint about him, he hasn't fixed. He's still the last guy off the damn line when they snapped the ball. <laughs> Eric Armstead is a half a beat, like solid. Other guys are engaged, and he's just now getting his hand out the dirt. But when he gets their hand out the dirt, he is a freaking bulldozer just crushing the pocket, driving guards and centers into the quarterback's lap, man. This defensive line is as advertised. And once we start getting some regular, regular quarterbacks up in there, you're going to see it. You're going to see it start to pay dividends. And I think it starts next week, too. I think we're going to see a very, very good game from this defense next week. So um, I don't have anything else to to discuss, guys. Um, Oh, wait, 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 wait. Special teams. Mitch Wisnowski, guys. What do you have? Three, four punts inside the 20? Mitch Wisnowski was doing his thing too, man. Directional kicking. I mean, everything, man. Oh, he had the one where it kicked it bounced straight up. It didn't like bounce into the end. Man, I was I was really feeling that guy, Mitch Wisnowski. So I'm not saying that he was worth a fourth round pick. I'm just saying <laughs> it was good to see all three. Well, we got I know we complain a lot about the offense, but you know, it it was good to see, it was good to see the uh, the the other areas of the game come together. I think we have a top ten defense, guys. I really, really do. Um, don't let week one fool you. Um, I think this Eagles offense is better than people think. I also think that Lions offense is better than people think. It remains to be seen. We got a lot of season ahead of us. Agreed. Fifteen more games. So uh, it's, it's a lot left and a lot can be changed. And we're going to continue to react to everything that we see and break it all down for you guys. But guys, right now, that's going to do it. We're going to see you guys tomorrow. Um, let's get ready to go home, guys. Y'all know what it is. The last section of a show is final thoughts. What you guys got? Good, Breeze. Um, overall, man, I thought the 49ers did what they had to do to get the role victory. Uh, whether less was, was best, they did it. And they got the victory. So shout out to the 49ers. For another team win, uh, they are now 2-0, and we will celebrate that. But on to Green Bay. On to Green Bay. Green Bay will be coming here, and let's go ahead and, and get another victory. I'm the type of person that is just more like, I don't care how we win, let's just win it. But I do want to see players perform to their best ability. And and so when we sit there and break down certain players, uh, the way we break them down, it's for a reason. Uh, and this is not a competition of who to put in as quarterback, or whatever, whatever. It's just more like, you know, come on, 
Like at some point, defenses are going to figure it out more. If the Philadelphia Eagles defense figured it out to this point and kept him limited, what's going to happen when a better defense comes along and figures him out? And so then we're going to have to face that type of adversity. So I, I'm I'm all for whatever this team goes for. I love everything that you guys are doing here. Um, so man, let's let's keep this rocking, man. Two and zero, Niners baby, on to three and zero. That's how I'm looking at it. Yeah, well said. Um, wait, wait before you give your final thoughts. I yeah. thought you guys would enjoy this, man. So I wore my uh, custom NB Niners Mike jersey, and my number is 17 because that's the year we started nothing but Niners, right? People thought I was wearing a Jalen Hurd jersey, bro. I talk about that man so much. <laughs> People thought it was a Hurd jersey. I had to defend myself online, man. I had to make sure, like, I took a picture of the back and posted it for people, man. That shit was hilarious. I'm sorry. I just thought I would share that with you guys because, you know, oh, yeah. you guys know I get, I get it all the time. But go ahead, bro. I'm You're sorry. good. Um, yeah. What the fuck was I going to say now? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, we're 2-0. and Definitely, definitely a, a well-fought game. And uh, I'm just going to say this because I'm kind of getting pissed off about this. Everyone, like I, I swear, I, I try not to watch the chat, but people are saying saying that I'm a Jimmy hater. I'm not a Jimmy hater. I'm not a Jimmy hater. I promise you, I'm not a Jimmy hater. What I just don't like is I just want to see this team be successful on offense, and I just feel that it's limited with Jimmy. And if you can't see that, I'm sorry, but I mean, I, I just don't know. Like, I, I don't know what more has to happen for. I mean. When Nick said that, my mouth dropped. I wish I would looked at the time on the on the freaking on the meter up there because I've been t- everyone go back and watch that from that point on. Me and Mike looked at each other like, "Excuse me, what?" But again, listen, it's not okay, Brian. Yeah, I hate Jimmy. Okay, thanks. Um, I don't, I don't hate Jimmy. I don't, I don't. Okay, I just want this team to be successful. I want them to go forward. I want this offense to evolve and take that next step. And I'm sorry, I just don't think Jimmy is that next step. That's why they did what they did. So um, basically, I'm happy that we came out with a W. Um, we got a big competition, a, a pretty decent game this week because it looks like Green Bay is fighting their way back into this. Uh, but, you know, listen, we got to take it week by week. And I'm just going to tell you now, if they do stick with Jimmy going forward, don't look for the big high-scoring games versus some of these teams because I think, honestly – it's going to be a ball control offense with Kyle, it, especially when it comes towards the mobile quarterbacks, because they, you know, you don't want to expose your defense. You you want to keep the ball in your hand and just keep driving it down their throat, wearing the defense out. Kyle's going to have to get a little create uh, creative and come up with different ways to get that ball down the field. Um, so it's going to be interesting uh, again, week by week. So I'm looking forward to Sunday night and uh, we'll take it from there. Golf and those boys are driving, man. I'm seeing golf running down the field, getting yards, and Hawkinson getting back in the mix. It's the battle of the tight ends because Tunyon just scored previously. Now they're they're driving, man. They're, all right. Hey, you're watching, you're watching play for play. Yeah, it's not, it's live right now. Yeah. All right, I I'm trying to catch every now and then. I'm sitting outside, but I can see my TV. It looks like just saying from my observation from out here, it looks like the majority of the throws are outside. Is that true? Oh, golf going deep. Oh, interception. Oh, no, nah, that was a bad throw. So you're behind. I was wondering what the hell you was watching because I was like, that throw was horrible. Oh yeah, no. Okay, yeah, I'm, you know I'm always behind, bro. Um, whose throws are always outside? 
Goff. He's attacking the outside of the, he's attacking the outside. Well, he's getting Hawkinson in the middle on those slants yeah. on the linebacker. He's attacking the middle. Yeah. With the with the, with the linebacker. I mean, with the with the tight end though. But the receivers are mainly on the outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, we didn't discuss the the absence of George Kittle. It it's something something's up. I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know if he's injured and they're trying to hide it. You know George what I mean? Kittle. Yeah. Like why? Where is he? What? What? And why I'm, not, injured? And I'm I mean, not attacking him. Why isn't he a part of the game plan? It's it's Kyle Shanahan, yo. He's not trying to show. Right now, the right now they have to try to stop Debo, and they no one can't. And I think that's the that's the route he's gonna go. If you can't stop Debo, I don't have to utilize Kittle. I can utilize him this way. I don't see Kittle being injured anyway. The way he was run blocking yesterday, I, there's no way he's injured. But he, he uh, would run block like that, missing a forearm, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he just enjoys that. that. He's a warrior, bro. He's like yeah. a he's a, a freaking Game of Thrones extra or something like that. But yeah, man, like he like I don't think he's injured, but I don't yeah, think he, he's, he's riding the hot hand. Just you, yeah, man. Like same way, like how how is Brandon now you going to be getting like six targets? How how does he only Brandon have like you because an outside receiver, not across the middle the way they're using some other people. But they've utilized them across the middle, and why they not utilize it? Because Devo is the guy that that's the sure guy. And so, yeah. hey, man, if it was, I tell you what, if it wasn't for Brandon now you, we don't win that game. It's the distance of the throw. Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo averaged 6.3 yards a throw. That's bad. And that's what a 60-yard, 60 to 70-yard completion. That's what the 60-yard completion. How carries that? I I, I just. It's my turn for final thoughts. Yeah, we can work after it. Go ahead. (laughs) We're getting out of here, man. I'm not doing this with y'all, bro. We We got time. We can try to spin this thing back tomorrow. Uh, but listen, guys, I appreciate you all for jumping on. Breezy, I did try to wait. I know you started your show at 7. Oh, thank you. Push this one back as late as we did, man. I was really trying to wait uh, for, for you guys to get done. I, I hate when our shows overlap, and, you know, I try I try to do my best to make sure, especially appreciate when we go on a night that's not our normal schedule. So, uh, you, know, you know, you accommodated us with that and, you know, vice versa. So I do I did try to not do it that way. Um, but I thank you guys for checking this out. Faithful, man. The faithful fan base, let me tell you guys something. It was good. No, it was great to get around people that was not like Twitter attitudes. Right. Like the, the, the people in real you. life. I got you. Are not the way they are on Twitter. The nah. negativity and all that. It didn't exist. It didn't exist. And by the way, I don't know if there's, if there's a picture out there, but you looked around that stadium and it was red everywhere. So again, I, I got to go back and watch the game and not look at the players. I, I got to see a picture of the field of the stadium. And Shout let me out tell to you, 717, man, baby. Yes, the takeover was real, man. We were out there. We were deep. It was a thing of beauty. And uh, I just want to keep the faithful encouraged that, you know, it, it's it's good, it's good, solid people out there. Uh, don't let the online shenanigans fool you guys. Like, continue to be real. Continue to be positive, guys. We are 2-0. Everybody is happy. And we're going to take the wins however we can get them. That's, that's the bottom line. We're going to take the wins however we can get them. All right. And until we lose, we the best team in the league as far as I'm concerned, bro. We undefeated. All right. We undefeated, man. Everything goes through us as far as I'm concerned. That's the way that's the way I feel about it. Now, now, huh? All right, guys. I think that's it. I'm ready to get up out of here. What about you? Y'all ready? Y'all good? Can we go? Mm-hmm. All right. We out of here.
We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey, see, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us. Them nothing but niners. Nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We nothing but niners.